Hi guys, welcome back to the Balanced and Empowered Fitness Podcast. Hannah Polly here and I have a special episode for you guys today. Um, I did share this on my story that I will bring, will bring, will be bringing on a special lady um, onto the podcast today. So I have been following her page for a while um, and resonates so much with her posts and just everything that she stands for. So I'm really excited to bring her on. So I have Ingrid Higher doll here and from Norway, which is awesome. <laughs> so really appreciate her coming on. Ingrid, how are you doing today, girl? I am doing really well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Super excited to be here. Yes, yes. Um, guys, it was so cool because I reshared one of her posts, which I always do because I everything she posts, I'm like, she's speaking to me. <laughs> and uh <laughs> And then you you responded to it, and I was like, "Oh, I got to get her on a podcast." So I asked her <laughs> to on the podcast today, and she just so nice, like so nicely agreed. Um, like I said, she's in Norway, so it's five p.m. her time and eleven a.m. my time right now. So I know it's probably towards the end of your workday, and I really appreciate you coming on to share your experience with us and give us some insight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So for those of you who don't know. Ingrid runs a um, an awesome page, an awesome business where essentially she's talking to women and helps women who have ADHD, which I resonate so hard with this because if you know me, you know that I have ADHD <laughs> and a lot of my clients, a lot of you ladies listening to this episode suffer from this. And with ADHD, although there are benefits and things that we do, there's also a lot of downfalls that like that have, you know, impacted our day-to-day lives, just growing up, whether we got diagnosed as kids or as adults. Um, So again, everything that Ingrid posts, it's been really helpful and insightful for me. And I feel like it could be really helpful and insightful for you guys as well. So I want to pick her brain today, um, ask her some questions. um, And like I said, just kind of get insight on what has helped you get to where you are today, being, you know, an ADH woman as a solopreneur and entrepreneur. Um, and like I said, just have a great conversation. So I'm excited. So would you like to tell us, like, I would love to know, I read a little bit on your episode, or I'm sorry, not your episode, <laughs> your website, <laughs> just about like what you do and like, just like your background. So yeah, kind of give us a little bit of your background, if you can, what got you to where you are today, things you have struggled with, with ADHD. Um, let's, let's dig into that. Okay, big question. Um, my background <laughs> is really varied. So I've uh, I have an educational background in PR, communication, and business, uh, but I've also been a personal trainer, and I've also had a yoga studio, and a Pilates. I've been a Pilates instructor. So I've done um, a lot of things, which I think a lot of women with ADHD can resonate with. You know, wanting to do everything. Yes. Uh, <laughs> feel free to jump in if you have questions <laughs> um and so I you know I've been working in the corporate world for a while I've had a lot of uh, good positions but I think what happened was I could never hold on to it not that I get got fired but I always left my job because I was either bored or I was you know people are being too bossy I couldn't take instructions and I just gave up a lot of good positions that people will probably die for. And I kind of understood that um, there's something off with me um, and I need to find out what it is. And so I got into a conversation with uh, an online psychologist on betterhelp.com. And after telling her story, after five minutes of telling my story, she said, uh, has it ever occurred to you that you have ADHD? And 
Of course not. I mean, a blank no, no. I've never, um, I've never even. I didn't even know at the, that. This was five years ago. I didn't even know what ADHD was, apart from something with you know this typical stereotyping little boys um, diagnosis. And so I uh, went to my doctor and literally asked him to give me a diagnosis or begged for one and at least <laughs> test me and see if there's something there. Because uh, I'd been Googling about, about it and um, and uh, I got I was diagnosed with ADHD five years ago, age 38, I'm 43. Um, and that's where, where I, why I'm here today because I started, um, well, I, I have to add another thing. Um, I asked natural strategies to help me out. I asked for courses. Is there any uh, any resources, anything that I can do to help me navigate this or, or cope with it or whatever word you want to use? And he said, no, but I have medication, <laughs> which will help you focus. And that annoyed me because... Yeah. Um, as much as I respect, you know, medication that, that it helps people, um, I thought it was bizarre that he would, that we had to resort to that instead of trying to help me, you know, find other strategies. And that's how I started ADHD Superwoman was actually to um, find my own strategies, I guess. And that took me to where I am today. That is incredible. Um, and I, I resonate so hard with you. Well, first off, you said, like you said, you know, you were a personal trainer, which obviously that's what I do. That's what a lot yeah. of, are, you know, we're and in. And I'm envious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, I love it. And like you said, just like multi-passionate, that is something that I never realized. Like you want to do everything, anything as an ADHD mm. woman, especially if you're ambitious, just like, so it's just funny because that resonates. So I'm like, wow, again, I feel like you're speaking to me. <laughs> said too a lot of times with ADHD it's like you know and I'm not putting down any doctors whatsoever it's just typically with any type of medication they'll talk to you for 15 minutes and be like okay here's this medication yeah yeah. it's trying to help you you know figure out methods and things like you said so I just think it's Mm -hmm. really cool what you do and um like not only to help yourself and where you are today but help other women who have been through similar struggles because I know a lot of women especially a lot of women that I work with you know even just like day-to-day tasks can be mm-hmm. really hard if you don't have the right methods, if you don't understand how your brain works. And um, something else I also resonate with your page is like, I feel like with ADHD women, we have to do things that we love and that we're passionate about. And like you said, with yeah. jobs, I was the same way in the past. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would do a good job. I would get my work done, but it's like, man, I was just like, not there mentally. It's like, I was like, you know, I couldn't stay focused. And it's like, on my, what I do now, it's like, I hyper-focus and like, I'm, because I love it. And I feel like that's probably similar to what you do. You love what you do. And you're like, this is something I can focus on and continue to build on because I have a passion for it. And I love it. And I feel like for anyone with ADHD, that's so important to have in your career or just things that you're doing in your day to day. (laughs) Yeah. Like I always say, it has to, what, when you start a business as an ADHD woman, it has to be an extension of who you are. So it's not like you're going to create yourself. You're just being you and serving people and it feels natural it feels like yeah you have to be personally invested in everything that you do and and usually also uh, your business is about solving a problem you already have or had have had um so yeah of course we can do a good job working for other people but it's not going to feel right and i don't think that's a way to live i think you need to feel that authenticity 
in uh, in your business and and i love that you're doing personal training because uh, imagine having that as your main job i should get back into that it's it's so fulfilling it is especially when you have a passion for it gosh you could even help like ADHD women in fitness you know that could be like you know (laughs) that would be awesome (laughs) Um, but no again there we are multi-passionate let's do this yeah let let me just stick to what I do for a little while (laughs) and I'll consider it it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I love to. And I also read this on your website. Now you also mentioned it um, just about how like, you know, you don't like authority and people being bossy. And I have always been that way. And I know a lot of other women who have ADHD. It's just, I don't know what I, I honestly, I don't know, understand the science behind it. But it's just funny because it's like, it's so nice doing things on your own. It's like, I thrive so much better in an environment when I'm in control, of, like mm. my time, my schedule versus someone telling me what I should do. And I always thought like, you know, I didn't know before. I'm like, gosh, am I just like really hard headed? Am I stubborn? Like, why do I have so much, so many issues with this? So when I read that on your page, I'm like, that's really interesting because I resonate with that. And again, I feel like, and everything that I'm saying, I resonate with, I'm saying, cause I feel like a lot of other women who are listening to this do as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in yeah. Um, so it's just like, it's just, it's nice for other women to realize that there's not something like wrong with them. You know, um, a lot of times people are never diagnosed or like you said, five years ago, I feel like ADHD wasn't talked about as much then as it is now. Like my, my niece the other day, she's 12. She said, I think I have ADHD, you know, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they have access to the internet and more things than we did. And I'm like, gosh, I didn't even know what ADHD was when I was 12. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I said, like your website, it's, it's nice because it's, it gives other women a voice of like, wow, she goes through this too. And I'm sure that you help women through these things. So I'm excited to pick your brain on this too. Um, as far as like, and I know there's different things that work for different people, but what do you feel has helped you? And would you say in general, helped other women in terms of just like your day-to-day tasks? Like, I feel like it's a lot of what us women struggle with. Like <laughs> I don't know about you. And again, it's going to look different for each woman, but keeping a planner sometimes is not doable for me. It's like, I'll, I'll love a planner for like two weeks. And then I'm like, Okay, and then I kind yeah, of, same. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> yeah. no planner. You specifically, um, I, again, I know it's not going to work for everyone, but what do you feel like has worked for you and what you feel like has worked in general, like with women that you've helped? Okay, so for, first off, I my strategies change every week. So I, I can't do I the that. same strategy this week and the same thing next week. My brain gets really bored. So right now I am really into the post-it or sticky note uh, strategy where you know, I, you know, everyone has a to-do list, but a to-do list is really just, you know, like a, a dump list that comes to mind that you need to get done. And then it just, you can write five, five, six pages of it. And what I do now is to pick one thing. I call it my one thing list. I pick one thing and I, I write it on a sticky note and I walk around with it until it's done. So I don't get distracted. So you can that. pin it on your fridge, you can pin it on your computer screen. I pin it on my my cell phone uh, or glue it on my cell phone because I walk around with it all the time. And it's just, uh, you know, if I if you start your day and you look at that, uh, that mile long to-do list, is of course it's going to overwhelm you. You don't even know where to begin, so you don't begin at all. It just freezes you and, okay, I can't do this and I'm not good enough and all this negative stuff comes, uh, negative self-talk uh, appears. And 
I think that if you if you just have that one thing you need to do today that and and you complete it, toss it out, write a new thing on, on your or sticky note, and then just sticky note by sticky note, you get things done. <laughs> I love it. So is that something that you continue to do? Is that like the one staple that you do every week or yeah. do you still change that up? No, I, I actually do this uh, this one almost every day. And I also do it to organize my ideas and, and order them. So I have this wall in my in my home where I stick, all, stick on all the things that I need to do and then maybe organize them. Okay, this comes first. Oh, maybe I need to do this first. And then just to get the bigger picture. Uh, because if you write things down, like you say, in a notebook or a planner and you close that book and it's just out of sight, out of mind, if you use your sticky notes and you post them on the wall, then you you just get a, a better visual of everything that needs to get done. I, I think most of my clients like this idea. This is the one thing that everyone has, you know, try to adapt themselves. Yeah, but honestly, I'm intrigued. Like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> this because, again, it's like, and I feel like you're probably feel the same way. It's like I focus so much on my business, and again, I think I could definitely be better with time management, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, so I focus so hard on this that like, there's other things in my life sometimes, like things around the house or things that like I don't get done because it's like I'm focused on one thing. So I'm curious to see if that helps me with like other tasks around my house. You know, I live yeah, by myself. Try it. Like it's yeah. like. You know, <laughs> You can stick things all over the place. Yeah, you know, like the laundry pile up a little bit. I know that's not ideal for just like wanting to grow and just again, it it all goes, it all strings together. You know, it's like when I my house is organized and I feel organized, I work better. And I'm sure that like you can resonate with that. So that's really interesting. So because I've always read too, and it might have been on your page or someone else, but talking about how like planners just don't work for us. I mean, I love planners. I I love the look of them. I just I buy so many planners because I think like now I'm going to do it. Now it's you know I buy this fantastic pen and I'm like ready. <laughs> Bullet notes and all that. I it just doesn't work. And I I probably write in two two or three pages and uh, off you go. Uh, and so I don't think the collection of notes inside a book. At least it doesn't work for me. It might work for a lot of other women. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's not helping at all. So yeah, I no, totally agree with you. That's so funny because the planners, they are. They're so cute. I'm like, oh, look at the one. Like, yeah, oh, stickers. And- <laughs> <laughs> I had this planner that I went through like a business mentorship and it was intense, but I could not stick to it. It was like you had to set timers and you couldn't get your task completed you had to complete your task before the timer went off and it's just to help you with distractions but make girl it did not help me and I'm like man why can't I focus on this and of course you know now I realize it's ADHD yeah. it's different things <laughs> that, that are going to work for us our brains are just wired differently and I think once women embrace that and understand that it's not about like beating ourselves up over it it's about finding a method that's going to work for us specifically yeah and not worry about if it doesn't work for anyone else or if it doesn't yeah. look professional or if you think it's I mean walking around with sticking or might, might sound stupid to a lot of people but well it works for me and that's how I get my stuff done is to focus on that little yellow or pink note you know and Absolutely. so who cares what other people think yeah. hey, <laughs> and if you you can do planners that's fine by me I mean like yeah. whatever works for you 
Absolutely. I love that. And I, I feel like too, for women who are in the workplace, who maybe aren't, you know, solopreneurs or aren't doing their own thing in the office, I feel like that sticky note like method would help a lot with them. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously they can't have this like big board of signals, <laughs> I feel like, you know, like, hey, no. my board here. I don't know. Some offices may allow it. <laughs> That's the beauty of being a solopreneur because nobody <laughs> can see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have a closed office, you know, you can maybe do it in your office, but yeah, it looks, <laughs> it will look weird. It's funny because I actually had a client who was, you know, trying to figure out, because obviously I helped them with fit and stuff, but also helping them like kind of prioritize their weeks to help them fit their, their workouts and stuff in. So a lot of times they're telling me what their schedule's like, you know, mm-hmm. I have trouble doing this. So it comes a lot with like those who are moms who have just like, you know, they don't know what they're their night at home looks like their kid may be sick or, you know, may have sports or whatever it may be. And she was telling me, I just feel so overwhelmed. She hasn't been diagnosed, but um, this is an example. I've had this conversation a lot, but um, she hasn't been diagnosed, but like just from what she says and she thinks she has it. And, you know, I I was telling her, it's funny because like, I'm excited to send her this episode once we're finished, but um, (laughs) maybe just focus on like one or a few things at a time, because like you said earlier, sometimes with that long to-do list, it just like we look at it, we're like, it's like you get in like that frozen mode. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, where do I, what do I do first? Yeah. How uh, in the world am I going to do all this? You know, yeah. because you think you have to do all of it at the same time. And that's not a, that's not a superwoman thing. Yeah. <laughs> you have to break it up and make it like small chunks of, of tasks and break it up until there, it's almost impossible not to perform the task. Absolutely. So if it still feels overwhelming, break it even. To, uh, I mean, even further down into smaller tasks. I love that. How do you feel about, this is something that I do. It works for me specifically. I don't know if it's something you or your clients do, but um, I set alarms for things. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're so alike. <laughs> like I showed, I showed my boyfriend the other day. I'm like, well, look at all my alarms. And I'm like, scrolling my phone. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, like get in the shower, <laughs> 50 minutes, have a meal. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, well, this is this is how my brain works. And I had it for in the morning to, um, it, it was labeled put clothes and dry. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is how I have to operate. But like, I get things done this way. Yeah. So like, like you said, it might look silly for those of you ladies listening, you know, again, our brains are wired differently. It might look silly, but it's whatever gets the job done. <laughs> yeah, but even using an alarm to, you know, time yourself, if, if you want to do something boring, this is another tip. Like if you want to, I don't know, clean your house, for instance, and it's so overwhelming. So just put the alarm for it, uh, set the alarm for 10 minutes and just go clean whatever <laughs> as much as you possibly can. And sometimes you'll just go beyond those 10 minutes and sometimes not And those. OK, at least I cleaned for 10 minutes. But, you know, it's yeah. a, it's I love the alarm thing. Love that. It annoys my kids, but you know, <laughs> again, I don't care. <laughs> do you want to do you want to clean house or not? <laughs> No, that's awesome. I, and, and would you recommend too, and, and you know, you might not have like, it might not be a black and white answer here, but for like, if you have a day of tasks, would you recommend, I, cause I read different things, getting things that you're dreading most done first. Like, is that, should that be like your main, like your one thing that you focus on or do you think mm-hmm. it depends? Not for me, but it's, I mean, this, I think this one is from person to person. I personally do the things that I find easy because easy first because um it gets into the how do you say like in a what's the word for it 
like in a mode or you know you've already started something and it's easier to move on to the next task if I start something really if I'm going to begin my day with something really difficult um I don't know I might not even get started it's yeah. just so hard that's interesting. yeah so it's I maybe go for go for a, go and exercise first at least to just get my brain um ready for that big task yeah. what do you do yeah so I am similar I get things done that like are quicker I guess I wouldn't say like there's not really much the things that I dread aren't really work related it's like again laundry related and things like that <laughs> we're gonna do first because like I'm sure you've studied this or have like preached this before like you have like that certain mode of like creativity in the day <laughs> And so like mine's always in the morning. So it's like, of course, in the morning, I'm not going to waste those creative hours on like laundry or things that sure. I have to be creative for. Um, yeah. but also, like I noticed sometimes, again, I put so much energy into that. By the end of the day, the last thing I want to do and this, you know, this, this might be like a self-discipline thing as well. But the last thing that I want to do is like fold laundry and put clothes away. I'm like, I can put it off till tomorrow. So I'm always trying yeah. to find like different things that might help me or maybe have a certain day that I do laundry or whatever it may be. But I know it's going to look different for each person. But when you live by yourself, it's like you have so much more like flexibility <laughs> like when you can do things, you know, because no one else is around. But um, but no, that's I'm a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it kind of makes you develop some bad habits because I never used to put like wait for laundry this much. And again, I feel like I'm making it sound like I have piles of laundry. It's not true. But, you know, they're probably like, wow, this lady has a whole laundry room full of clothes. Uh, but no. Um, no, that's really good insight. And again, I think it, like you said, it's gonna look a little different for each person. Um, but that's I would love, like you said, just like the sticky notes and focusing on one thing and having it like freaking glued to you. Like I love that because Sometimes, like you said, you'll be like one moment where like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then it's like 10 minutes yeah. later, you're like on a completely different task. Yeah. Especially if you work from home, there's going to be so many distractions in your home. I, I do most of my work at home and I have, I have two kids and I have, I need to cook and I need to do the laundry as you also need to do. And it's just sometimes, you know, especially when you want to put off a task, you go and do you know, other things like you actually start doing the laundry because it's easier than the task you have on your sticky note. So yeah. that's why I need it with me at all times. <laughs> no, no yeah. laundry now. Stick to your, <laughs> stick to your I, note. And I think a lot of ladies that will help with this with a lot of my clients, but gosh, I think like I'm just getting so distracted. I meant to do this. So that's a really like great method that I think could help a lot of us who struggle with that um as well so I'm excited um and again I appreciate your insight so do you feel like too with with time management and this I don't know if this is something that you deal with and I know it's probably different too with having kids this is like a fear of mine because I don't have kids yet um is I feel like sometimes I struggle with getting places on time and it's not that like I am like oh I don't really care I'm gonna be late but it's like sometimes I have trouble with time management in terms of like allotting how much time something will take and I feel like a lot of women with ADHD struggle with that is there like is that, was that something that you ever struggled with or struggle with still um it's not my biggest struggle I would say um but I do again use the phone alarm so if you know that you're you need 30 minutes to get ready or you need 10 minutes or whatever you need then you just set your alarm before I mean you don't set the alarm when you need to leave the house set your alarm when you need to get ready <laughs> I like maybe that. another alarm to leave the house it's a lot of alarms 
but again, that's not my biggest struggle. So I usually, if I'm late, I'm five, 10 minutes late. I'm not that bad at, at time management, actually. But okay. um, but I, I would suggest the alarm if you feel like you need a, a notification or a constant reminder that you need to do things. Yeah, I love that. Um, and, and I think too, like a lot of women, just like on different pages I read too, that like, people with ADHD struggle sometimes with that. So I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. And again, that goes in with like clients, my clients and like getting to the gym on time and making sure that they're like, making sure that they're giving themselves enough time to get these things done in the day. So that's a really good like idea. And it's and not like late everywhere. People are late everywhere, but sometimes it's like, I don't know if you have, have felt this way or like maybe clients or ladies listening to this, like feel like you're always rushing to get places on time. Yeah, yeah. I'm never like super late, but it's like, I feel like I'm always rushing. I'm like, why can't I just like, Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know I can relate to that um, and sometimes I tell my clients to just double the time you think that you need to get place or get ready so if you think you need 10 minutes you probably need 20 minutes uh, that. and if you think the commute is uh, 30 minutes it's probably an hour so just double it and and practice to double the time that because we don't have any sense of time can just forget about it <laughs> that's so true like sense of time is just like out of mind <laughs> yeah. I don't know how how long it takes but you, yeah it's just from person to person I guess but I would um I would definitely set the alarm and just double the time that you think you need to I love that to do something that's awesome that's great that's great insight <laughs> um <laughs> so with like your ADHD because obviously like we've talked about there are some downfalls to having ADHD but I also feel like in something I've learned from your page is there are ways that we can kind of embrace it and tune into it where it can help us thrive in other aspects right so where do you feel like your ADHD has helped you get to where you are today or like you can also relate to like your clients like things that you'd see that they excel on versus like more than like maybe others are would who aren't ADHD or things that they thrive on because of their ADHD and the way that like our mind works. <laughs> and this might look different for each person, but I always read about how a lot of times ADHD, like we have a lot of creativity. Um, you know, we have quirky personalities and things that can help us, you know, excel at certain things. So I'm just kind of curious on your opinion on this for you specifically or any like clients that you've worked with. Like for me specifically, it would be, it would probably be the resilience trait that um, I've had so many obstacles on the way and it's taken me so much, you know, it's taken me a lot of time to, to get where I am. And uh, I think the, the ability to get back up and that I, by the way, I love your energy. That's one thing that, you know, a lot of ADHD, you have a lot of energy and, you know, bubbly personality and want to do everything. And then... <laughs> you you too <laughs> uh, I love that uh, yeah, I'm not as bubbly as you are I'm going to be, try to be more bubbly <laughs> but I yeah no so just like I I just get back on the horse um I just don't give up and I I and that's what I'm hoping that my clients also that they get from me that you know, just because you had a bad day today doesn't mean it's not going to work later. Or just because your first business didn't work doesn't mean your next business can't work. Or, you know, just because you don't know have this skill right now and you're focused, unfocused and distracted doesn't mean that you can do anything. You can't do anything about it. So it's like always a way. And that's, I think that's what I love about my ADHD is that I, you know, most people would probably give up a long time ago and and I think a lot of people might think that I'm crazy because I've taken so many risks and and some some risks were calculated and some risks were just 
crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So, but, but in my, in my mind, I'm like, if I don't do this, if I don't take these risks, I'm not going to get anywhere because I know in my heart that I am, I'm not going to be in the, in the corporate world. I'm not going to work for anyone else anymore. And I've, I've quit my job so many times to start my own business and only to run back to a corporate job because it didn't work out. (laughs) So it's the thing that never give up just keep going keep going because at some point it's going to click and um yeah i think that's i think that's due to my adhd i I, at least that's what i feel like and also um what else i did the creativity part most definitely were creative um out of the box thinkers and uh, big picture thinkers like we can see the whole picture before anyone else we can connect the dots before anyone else that's how I experienced my ADHD and they were like how did you figure that out and just like (laughs) I'm already 10 steps ahead of you (laughs) but then I can't get anything done (laughs) (laughs) I know where we're going (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. And and I think too, it is a little different for each person, but, um, and, and I think it all ties back to doing things that you're passionate about because mm. that's where that resilience come in, comes in. It's like, and I hate to even admit this, but I don't know. And I'm sure you felt this way too. And a lot of other women relate to this. If you're in a job that you aren't passionate about, it's hard to have that you know, it's really hard to embrace your ADHD or how your brain works is you're like, I just don't really care about this. And that's like, yeah, back to say, exactly. I can't focus on this. But it's like, gosh, when you focus on something, it's like, you were just going to go, go, go until like, yeah. like, it can stop you. And I do think just from like, the things I read on your page, which I think that was one of the first posts I resonated with you was like, you post about like an ADHD woman, the traits. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> that, that's the <laughs> human that I know, like, yeah. page. Um, but I think it just ties back to like you said, just like, and then obviously not everyone listening to this are entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, but like just when both your day-to-day task and like, you know, another post that you made that I loved was like women with ADHD need three hobbies. And Mm. I love that because, you know, I think that's so true. And I'm like, gosh, and I'm like thinking about, and I keep reporting back to my situation, but like I said, this, I know this resonates with so many women with ADHD. It's like, wow, it's so important to have those things that keep us fulfilled and keep us focused and going. (laughs) Cause not many things to be interesting. Yes. Yes. And, and I know too, on the post you mentioned, like, like one that keeps you fit is so important, which of course I want to talk about on this podcast. Cause you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, just like the importance of what like, it's important for anyone to exercise, of course, and be healthy, but especially for women with ADHD, like what's your insight on that? Like, do you feel like that's helped your clients that I'm sure that helped you in the past as well? Yeah. So I, like you said, I, uh, you know, everyone knows that exercise is beneficial, um but for us i think it's almost life-saving um if you don't move i mean movement is make or break your day you have to move you have to give that let your brain um or, or it helps to alleviate maybe some of the brain fog some of the symptoms and it's it's vital for your cognitive and emotional well-being to help you with depression with anxiety um memory attention all that stuff um so what i tell my clients is and this is maybe not what you tell your clients but i say don't exercise to look good exercise for your brain absolutely and and looking good is just part of the is a bonus you know if you if you feel good in your in your body and but 
I think it's more about it's almost survival. Like if you want to have a really great life, we have to exercise. It's it's crucial, not nice to do it from time to time. I, I have to move it. And I'm not talking about running a marathon. I'm talking about, you know, I every morning I start my day taking my dog for a walk and getting some fresh air because that's how I have to, if I don't start my day getting out and, and moving my body, it's just, I might as well just stay in bed because <laughs> I won't get things done. And I think a lot of women uh, can resonate. I mean, not not women, but people with ADHD and people in general can resonate with that. But but you know more about this than I do. Even you work with with clients um, who who maybe suffer from the same, and maybe that has helped them. Oh, absolutely. Um, get their their life together. Or get their shit together. I'm sorry, I don't have a word for it. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's true. And something I've noticed is like when people, and this is just with for any woman or any person, like when they start getting their health mm-hmm. together, it's like, it just floods greatness into other aspects of their life. They're like, gosh, yeah. I got all this confidence now. Like they're, they're yeah. setting boundaries with people in their life. They are, you know, changing careers if they're not happy or asking for promotions, like things that they didn't have the confidence to do. And that all stems from like, it's not even about the looks. It's about, like you said, taking care of yourself. And like, I feel like confidence is a big part of like, you know, we set goals for ourselves and we achieve them. Like that, that's a huge confidence builder when we commit to something and we like stay focused and we reach mm-hmm. those goals. And that just, like I said, I've just seen it pour greatness in the, so many other aspects of these women's lives. And, yeah. and I think too, like with ADHD, it's like, and this might, this is literally just me like with a theory. I don't know if there's any scientific evidence. It's like, I feel like we thrive on like those dopamine hits. Right. And when I say dopamine hits, I'm not saying like drugs or alcohol, but things <laughs> feel good throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. Fitness endorphins are powerful. It's like when I yes. get done to work out, I'm just like, let me just take on the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And that's why I think it's important to work out when as as early as possible to set your set your day in the right direction. And also, um, my advice would also be to do to ex or do the type of exercise that makes you happy, that yeah. you love doing. Don't don't like oh I have to go to the gym or I have to do this I have to do that. It's just like you need to want to exercise and love the feeling that it gives you and because I know that if I do the type of exercise that that I really don't enjoy but I have to because I have to work on this type of I mean I get at some point I'm going to get really bored and I'm going to stop exercising and that's the worst um outcome so absolutely I don't know if, how, how, if you agree with that with your clients oh yeah okay it's, it's crazy too, because like, and I feel like this can be common for any woman in fitness. You might've seen this yeah, yeah. personal training. It's like, yeah. you know, sometimes we get so excited for like, we're like, I'm ready to go. And they just try to go like zero to 100 where they're doing things, <laughs> you know, they don't like, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, this is great. The first week. And then the second week, they're like, I am burnt out already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm never coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, we just need to take one step at a time. Like let's work yeah. at gradually building these habits. And I think that's really important for women with ADHD too, because 
we're very, when we're passionate about something, we're very like 110%. And sometimes that makes us hit like a brick wall, right? <laughs> so we need to take things slowly and, and really work on developing the habit that's going to make this sustainable over time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that, like you said, doing things that you like, and that's a big thing. That's like a question I ask for my clients on their onboarding form. I'm like, what type of cardio do you like? Like, do you hate cardio? Do you like running? Do you like walking? That way we're doing things that they enjoy that they're not going to be like, yeah. wow, sucks. I'm done with this after a week, you know? <laughs> so... And I feel like that's important and not only in fitness, but just any aspect in our lives, like yeah. not trying to go zero to 100 with things, but I know that's so much easier said than done. I've totally done that before, like a million times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, a, I think it's the same thing with nutrition as well. I mean, like if you need to eat healthy food that you don't like at some point, you're just, uh, you m- might be healthy for one week. And then the next week you go back to your, to garbage food. And, and there's so much, I, I'm, pretty sure there's all there will always be some healthy food that everyone uh, that that will appeal to you um and i think you know if uh if if you try to eat tofu the whole week and it's not really your thing then it's not gonna it's not sustainable (laughs) it's not gonna last Exactly. That, that is like what like I'm huge on is like flexible dieting. And because again, like, yeah, no one's going to want to like, and like, you've probably heard of like keto diet and things like that. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but like, we can't cut out carbs forever. Like, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just going to come back. On, I've tried keto yeah. as well. And yeah. Just... And, and so many women have, and you know, for anyone who's like, just trying to lose weight, it makes sense. Right. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the reality is like, we need carbohydrates. This is like a whole side tangent, but <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's like, we have to do things that are sustainable that we're going to be able mm-hmm. to in the rest of our lives it's about changing the quality of food choices and like you said eating things that you enjoy and finding recipes that you enjoy and that's what makes it stick you know mm-hmm. I've seen too many times where someone tries too hard like like sometimes a client will come to me and they'll be like all right I'm ready to do whatever I'll eat things I don't like I'm like no no we're not gonna, <laughs> there. We're not gonna eat things we don't like <laughs> we're gonna be eating foods we love because we're, try- we're trying to make this sustainable not something that we're gonna, we're gonna hate like so this is funny. Like, I, I, always have the I love this ambition, but like, let's take it like baby steps. One thing yeah. I've- <laughs> but I love that. It sounds so ADHD. Like I want to do everything and I'm going to go all in. And from now on, I'm going to be super healthy, super fit from right now. And then tomorrow's like, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I spoke too soon. No, I, I, I used to do that. That's what got me into this. It's like, I was so bad with that years ago. I would be so restrictive. I was like, I can eat chicken, vegetables and rice and that's it. Then I ended up binge eating on the weekends. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is not sustainable. Like, I can't do this the rest of my life. Um, so yeah, having flexibility. And that also always ties back to just ADHD as well as having that flexibility in our lives. That's where, again, I'm blessed that like you're able to be a solopreneur and I feel blessed to be a solopreneur because it is, it's like, I like having my own time schedule. <laughs> and yeah. like, yeah, I read on your, on your um episode or I'm sorry, on your website, why do I keep saying episode instead of what's <laughs> in my brain uh-huh. uh, that, you know, you're like, if you're, you have impulses and you're impulsive. And I love that you bring light to that. Cause again, a lot of the times impulsive, it has such a negative connotation, which yeah, of course it can be a negative thing, it can be. but yeah. sometimes it's just part of who we are and it's important to find things and hobbies in our life that we're able to express that in I feel like regardless we're going to have those impulses (laughs) so we better find something positive to fit them into and to really embrace that so I thought that was really cool that you put that in your website I'm like I feel so seen (laughs) (laughs) I see you (laughs) (laughs) and again a lot of women just like you know, they might be listening to this and be like, oh my gosh, I might have ADHD. Like, you know, I like a lot of times 
people don't realize they just think, why can't I do this? Why can't I stay focused on this one thing? So I always like to bring light to it because it is, it's, it's all about just finding what works for your brain specifically and what works for your day-to-day life, which might look different for each person, but it's just important to embrace that. It's like, we can't change how our brain is wired. Yeah. We can change how we try to manage things, but ultimately not what works for your neighbor might not work for you. So I just, I love that you bring insight on that. Again, I think that's a, a really good point because sometimes I will get a, a comment on my Instagram account, but, oh, this doesn't relate to me. And I'm thinking that's okay, but it relates to uh, maybe 10,000 other women. So it's, yeah. don't think like just because one thing doesn't relate to you doesn't mean that other, I mean, like, I'm, I always throw out different strategies. I have lots of uh, tools up my sleeve and, and I just share what I would have worked for me and or I work for my client and doesn't even have to work for me. And then mm-hmm. you just take what works for you or adapt it or and leave the rest. And because we're so different, it is impossible to come up with strategies that would work. Oh, this one is going to work for everyone. You know, we've got the one solution and, you know, it doesn't work that way. And even if we have, similarities we're just so different um so it it is kind of a challenging community in in many ways yeah because we're that different absolutely and and the thing too with like what you post it's like I feel like with any business we have a niche right we have Mm -hmm. I used to say niche but I guess it's niche (laughs) uh but it's like I don't know it's your language (laughs) yeah I'm like yeah (laughs) I'll I'll say what you say (laughs) (laughs) and it's like we are like we're targeting a specific audience you know so it's like things that you post things that I post that's not going to resonate with everyone and that's okay and especially being in the ADHD community like you are it's like that's definitely not things these things aren't going to resonate with someone who isn't ADHD always you know and mm-hmm. I that's okay and it's just it, like you said you're like posting what works for you and what works for you and what you think can help other women like yourself because even though not everyone has similar things that we deal with a lot mm-hmm. of people do and a lot of women do and they sometimes they don't even realize why right so it's like when they come across your page they're like oh my gosh, that's me. That's me. That's me. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. awesome because they can kind of see like, oh my gosh, there's a reason I feel like this. Like, that's how I felt when I started reading. I'm like, wow, I, I get it now. <laughs> like, I'm not just like, uh, like, oh, not, so like, glad to hear that. I'm not disciplined, you know, like it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes it can make you feel like you're not disciplined or that you're lazy or that you, you don't care to get places on time. And it's like, that's not it at all. Like, like before, no. like, I, I don't even explain, I couldn't even explain why I was late to things. I just couldn't get the time down. So it's just, I think it's just so important for people to understand that and know that it's just like about finding what works for us and how our brains are wired. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's so important to find your tribe or your community because exactly like what you're saying is that if we don't have if you don't find people that are like-minded or similar to us we're just going to feel like oh there's something wrong with us and I think that's what my account is doing uh, my Instagram is to make a lot of women feel seen that's I mean that's what my the purpose is to feel that to be able to relate and see that oh all these women here are experiencing the same thing that's the beauty of it and see like okay our brains are wired differently and it's okay. <laughs> There's so many ways to deal with things and it doesn't have to be the the normal way. You know? Yeah, I love that. And I feel like every week's going to look different. And I love that you change things up every week in your methods. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome because like you said, what might work this week just 
you might be bored with it next week yeah. or you're yeah. like, I'm going to do this. So I think that that's like, I've never even thought of that because I, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. So I think that can be helpful for people. Cause again, for someone who doesn't understand the things that we struggle with, they might be like, well, why would you change things up every week? But for us who understand yeah. how our brain works or women listening to this, they're like, oh my gosh, that would work for me. Cause I get so bored of this, the way I do things this way. So yeah. That's that. why we can't deal with discipline and routine. So we have to change it up. And it might sound, sound a bit exhausting to some people, but it's just, it's just how it is. And if we don't do it, then we don't, we won't get things done the next. If you use the same routine this week, next week, you might not be able to do anything. Yeah. So we have to keep it interesting. We have to keep our brains engaged and gamify. I like to use the word gamify because we have to make a game out of everything. And, you know, and even I'm probably in exercise as well. I don't know how you coach your clients but maybe you have some I don't know competitions or yep. challenges things challenges like and yeah yep. absolutely you have to I think that's sorry no go ahead go ahead no no I was just just gonna say like you have to to do something that your brain will I don't know find to come you're not competing with other people you're competing with yourself I think that's what we need to constantly compete with ourselves. Yes. I love that. I love that. That's so important too in fitness. Like that's what I try to tell people. And it's like human nature. Sometimes we want to compete. We, we see people doing these things, especially with fitness and clients. You know, they see one client that I post and they're like, well, why am I not that? Like, where, why am I not there yet? And it's like, everyone's journey is so different. Like we just have to compete with ourselves. And if you can really master that mindset of like, not comparing yourself to others and just like focusing on like beating, like being better than you were yesterday. That sounds really cliche, but it's, it's true. I'm like, you are like unstoppable with that type of mindset. <laughs> and it just yeah. not it takes some true. time to get there. And yeah, it's human nature. We might, you know, compare ourselves here and there, but if you can really focus on your own journey, like you said, it's life-changing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, just like wrapping things up where, what would you say if you could like, what would you, what would you think is the most important piece of advice to give to women who have ADHD or who are listening to this and be like, wow, I think I might have ADHD. Like what would be your biggest piece of advice for them in business or like in the workplace in general, in terms of like success? I know that's kind oh. of, probably have <laughs> that's a huge question. I love it. Um, I think, uh, I think my one piece of advice would just be when, because it's things are going to get overwhelming at some point. It's inevitable. It's it's like it's always going to be an obstacle or or something that's going to make you want to doubt yourself or you know try to escape <laughs> the situation that you're in. And I, my advice is always to break things down. Like I said earlier, just whenever things feel overwhelming, make ten steps out of it. And if even the first step in those new ten steps don't work out, and break it down to even smaller to the point where it's just impossible to get it done. And, you know, even if that step one is open your computer, then that's your step. And I just make it so simple, like you're explaining things to a child and that would help you feel less overwhelmed, I think. Small chunks, yeah. That is such good advice because it's so easy for, and this is human nature science. If we just try one thing and we don't succeed right away, we feel like, oh, I'm not capable or yeah. I do this. And especially with women with ADHD, mm-hmm. 
we're multi-passionate, right? We're going to try so many different things in our lives. And it's like, it's not always, like you said, sometimes the first step is opening your computer or contacting the business coach or contacting the fitness coach. You know, it's taking that first step. So, or just like find the number you yes, know, or find yes. the email. It's like, make it so simple and like check. It's so gratifying when you can check that off and just make it yeah. so simple. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, it, I actually think I read an article about how it, it, releases dopamine or whatever when you uh complete a task like when you check it off <laughs> that list yeah. even if it's something small and it's like I'm like wow I feel like that's so true and I'm like yes this is done I feel great <laughs> sometimes I make uh you know a new check even if I've completed the task and I forgot to put it on my list I write it down and then I check it <laughs> feels good <laughs> so at the end of the day I can see oh I've checked all these boxes <laughs> That is genius. Oh. <laughs> I just get these little dopamine hits. Here we go. <laughs> hey, that, that's awesome. Cool things, though. They go like such a long way. So that's so because yeah. I feel like people might do that and they don't admit that. So I love that you admit that. Like, oh, right, <laughs> no, but I've actually heard uh, many of my clients do that. And that's why I oh. found it funny. I'm like, I do that too. I write the checkbox after I've done it just to, you know, to feel good. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm going to start doing that. I love that. <laughs> With ADHD, you kind of you'll forget to write it down, right? It's like, yeah. oh, I didn't write that down. Let me write that down and cross it off and accomplish. Like, because I think many of us feel like, oh, I haven't done anything today. Whereas the reality is that we've done so much. So if we forget to write them down, like if you wanted to write a a, a list at the end of the day, maybe that's that would work for some people to just write down everything that you've accomplished today instead of writing a to do list in the beginning of the day. Yeah. Then you'll see like, oh, I've actually, I did the laundry. I found the email. I contacted this person and I've actually also written a blog post. I mean, I've done something today. Yeah. Um, so I, for us, we're so visual. So we need to see everything that we have done. I to love feel that. that sense of gratification. And that, that makes, I love that you always provide background of why you do the things you do, because again, it's like a light bulb <laughs> moment for me. And I know people listening are probably like, oh my God. That's <laughs> so I love it I feel like I've learned a lifetime of tricks just from this conversation so thank you <laughs> so glad. I've learned a lot too so <laughs> um so I want to like you know just wrapping up again so obviously we talked about ADHD superwoman which is like your brand what you do like what exactly you know just for our listeners like what exactly do you do what do you help women with like what do you do in your day to like what is your business I guess I'm asking like what is your business and who do you help Okay, so um, basically, I help women who are um, hoping to become solopreneurs or considering solopreneurship, or you know, they're on the fence. And I and to put it simple, I want to kick their butt over the fence um, to make them believe in themselves. I think the the this is the most important part. The, the business tools and you know it's not that that's not where the struggle is it's the self-confidence and self-belief that's that's where the hard work is and that's the first thing we need to do and that uh, so i i have um one-on-one -on -one clients uh in but as we all know coaching is not affordable to everyone and it's yep. trading time for money so i that's why i also created uh, this is very new but i've also created a membership platform which is only ten dollars a month which Awesome. Uh, to me is nothing <laughs> but I mean it's uh, it's affordable and where you know you can get a content library full of resources and it's still in uh, in progress but 
it's all from personal uh, development tools to business tools to to marketing um, productivity tools some of which we've already talked about today and also a community of other women with ADHD who are uh, should be I call it should be preneurs. <laughs> I love that. That creativity world. Yeah, yeah, should be preneurs so that we can all help each other. We can all coach each other. We can share experiences. We can exchange services and just you know kick each other in the butt. And uh, I think it's so important with the community part. I keep saying that because it's so important to not feel like you are different or strange or the odd one out or you know there's something wrong with you if we can build a community we'll realize okay but then there's something wrong with all of us you know so let's just stick together and, and move forward that's so cool that's so cool that you like offer one-on-one -on -one for those you know who are like on the fence and you also have a community huge on community um mm -hmm. that's so cool and I feel like too like and you know maybe I'm wrong here but could that like your community and like that like membership you offer could that help women who even aren't maybe possibly even pursuing solopreneurship but like could that help course, them yeah in like their workplace, like the day-to-day -day and like an office or wherever they're working at, you think, because obviously your tools that you talked about here, I'm like, I feel like that could help so many women more than just like mm. solopreneurs or women who are, you know, proceeding that route. Yeah. Solopreneurs just because I've niched, niched it down as well. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, it can help. Uh, it can help you actually in all aspects of life because it comes down to the, the basics and that's actually, you know, the, the, <sighs> I, I have something called the get shit done program. And I, I don't know if I can say that on a podcast, but, oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just because I want to make it relatable and to younger women who are just, you know, I, I just want to get my shit done and everyone can relate to that. And, and so that's one, one part of the, of the content and in my membership is to declutter your life is also something that is relatable to uh, most women, I guess. And I'm not talking only about physical decluttering of your wardrobe or your home, but also decluttering your mind, organizing, um, decluttering your body is to to get rid of the the, yeah. <laughs> the excess weight or, you know, it's just declutter your life and, and get organized. And I think that can resonate with most people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And like you said earlier, it all starts with typically we're the ones getting in our own way of pursuing the things that we love, you know, and sometimes having that community and that mentorship that you offer that membership yeah. that helps with people talk through things where they, it, it kind of helps them get rid of their limiting beliefs. Right. So I love right. that. I see so much value yeah. in things like that. And, you know, I wanted to ask if that would help for other women, because again, not everyone listening to this podcast is like an entrepreneur or solopreneur, but they are women in the workplace. And I feel like what you offer could help them so much. So I just want to ask like for their sakes, I think it's really cool what you do. <laughs> Thank you. And I think it's really cool what you do as well. Thank you. I, yeah, I feel blessed. I'm sure you feel blessed every single day, every day. I'm like, how is this my life? <laughs> so I'm thankful for the women, you know, who are listening to this. And I love seeing other women like yourself, like working hard and, um, you know, doing the dang thing. Like that's, that's so like inspiring. So, um, but no, I, I'm Thank excited. Um, I'm going to post your socials below and like your website and things like that. Um, so do you want to kind of give them like what you're, your Instagram handle is, like I said, I'm going to post it as well, but just so they can hear it from you. <laughs> yeah, my Instagram handle used to be ADHD Superwoman, and then I changed it. And I don't know if I should change it back, but my <laughs> currently it's Ingrid.Hyerdahl, and it's a little bit of a difficult, it's a Norwegian name. A lot of people assume that my account is American, and it's not, and you can tell by my accent that it isn't. 
Um, so it's uh, Ingrid.Hirel. I think you need to write it down for them. Yeah, don't worry. I'll tag it. I'll tag your website too. It, it, but my website is simple. It's uh, ADHDSuperwoman.com. So that one is easier to remember. I love that brand. That's awesome. Is Instagram the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, and uh, email or Instagram. But I don't like... I was talking about earlier to keep it simple and, you know, just only have and focus down. So I only have one social media platform that I focus on instead of having Facebook and Pinterest and everywhere. I'm just, I just stick to, to Instagram because that makes my life easier. So. Yeah. And you're great at it. Like you're, you know, it's, I feel like for there, it's like, it's quality over versus quantity, right? Like your, your posts are like, Top notch. Amazing. So <laughs> guys, if you're not following her, please give her a follow. Like I said, she is just like, I resonate so hard with her posts. I'm like, I got to bring her on this podcast. <laughs> um, been so insightful. Like seriously, I know that like, I've learned a lot. I know that like the women and men listening to this also um, will, you know, feel like they've learned a lot as well. So I really appreciate you. Like I said, guys, I'm going to tag her socials below. So please, please give her a follow, give her some support and uh, reach out to her. If you, what she's saying is the resonates with you and things that you've struggled with because um, she's, she's doing the dang thing. So I'm excited. (laughs) I'm just excited for you um, and what you're pursuing. And like, again, just going to continue to build on top of that brand that you have. I think it's really cool. So Thank but, you so much yeah, for well, the I, validation. Oh, of <laughs> I love it. Like you're killing it. <laughs> but um, but thank you so much for hopping on this episode. I, I know that like again, it's toward the end of your work day, so I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Totally fine. Share love your insight and your freaking wisdom. So, um, like I said, guys, give her a follow. Um, and Ingrid, I really appreciate your time, girl. And looking forward to seeing all your business endeavors and and things you do in the next few years. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, guys. <laughs>